Hello and welcome back to The Longest Hour. I am your host, Alex. And I am your co-host, Nick. And tonight, we're a little late, but it's about consistency, and I feel like the consistency of, you know, we're about a week apart each episode, so we're kind of getting back in the rhythm, you know? It's better than four months removed, you know what I mean? Right. It's better than one episode every four months. So be happy with what you get from us right now. Yeah, because I mean, if anyone knows, especially if you've listened to this podcast for a little while now, is we fall off. A little bit. We fall off. We take hiatuses, but um, they're they're needed at times. But also what stood in our way a lot was that we lived an hour away from each other. Right, right. So that obviously made things a little difficult getting it done every single week now that we're 15 minutes away it's super convenient right we can probably knock these out a lot more consistently but also i was away for a little bit yeah 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 i went on a little road trip to anaheim right 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 how was that no it was a ton of fun um started off a little sketch a little sketch because uh you don't drive in the car with somebody for four straight hours and nobody else is singing but you you know what i mean right Right. Yeah, like there at least has to be one song that comes on from for at least one person in the car other than the fucking driver for four fucking hours. I would figure that being that we all like pretty much the same kind of music, someone else is going to hear a song that they enjoy. Like, oh shit, that's my shit. Turn it up. Not one time did that happen. Huh. But I didn't let that stop me from getting my shit on because I was getting it. Yeah, at that point, if nobody else is going to do anything, if nobody else is going to join in or, or, or even put in any requests or anything like that, I'm going to pop off the whole time. The whole time. I mean, you and get what gonna, you get. You're going to listen to me pop off because I'm not wasting my car ride and have not having fun because you don't want to pop off. Yeah. So it's like, and not even like, not even just pop off, but even request a song. That's what I'm saying. If nobody's putting in shit, great. We're listening to everything I want to listen to for the whole drive then. Yeah. So... First, we were just listening to my phone, right? And uh, Dominic rode with us. He he didn't bring his normal USB input to be able to put his, his shit into my car. And we were already on the road, so we couldn't do the stop Bluetooth situation. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I was like, fuck it. You're going you gonna to get what you get. And my wife is in the background talking hella shit. Like, oh, we're about to listen to country for the next four hours. Mm. Yep. So initially, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it now. Right, I'm just country and a whole bunch of shit nobody else wants to listen to. But after about thirty minutes, I was like, you know what? Let me be nice. And by thirty minutes, I mean two hours. Right. Um, we turned on the uh, the two thousands R and B greatest hits or whatever, and it was a good time. Kelly Clarkson, Alicia Keys, Genuine. I mean, there was a a plethora of the hits that came on. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like the. The normal ones that I would go to some uh, some Nelly. You gotta get in some Nelly. Nelly, Nelly came on. My wife, my wife had a, a little moment. She was a big Nelly fan, hmm. which we gotta talk about Nelly, right? So, number one, I, I talk a lot of shit about Nelly because he's doing them Burger King commercials. Okay, rightfully deserved. I feel like if you're a once upon a time one of the biggest names in R and B hip hop, and now you're doing ads for fucking. Burger King, some financial investments did not pay off, to just be blunt about it. 
Okay. So when I talk shit about Nelly, my wife is always like, hey, shut the fuck up. Put some respect on his name. Okay, whatever. Maybe maybe that's just him hustling and trying to get every opportunity that's in front of him. I'll take that. Um, he came out on, I think it was The Breakfast Club. They they talked about him. Apparently, a random woman found $300,000 of his cash. And she gave it back to him. Number one, how do you fucking lose $300,000? How do you find $300,000? Right? And cash. Like, I'm keeping that for sure. No shot. I'm saying, hey, does somebody lose $300,000? Because I need to report it as as found. Well, how do you how do you know it's his? Right? Like anybody could have said, "Oh yeah, that's my money." Right, but how do you seek him out and be like, "Hey, I saw you lost $300,000. This is yours here." I don't know. My wife just sent it to me as a snapshot. Uh, screenshot. I don't know what you kids are saying nowadays. But she sent it to me and I'm like, "How do you lose that kind of money?" That's first. The second part of that is, why would you turn that amount of money? And nobody has that much integrity. To just turn it all in. She must have money. And then the last part of it, you know how much he gave her out of that 300000 as a good Samaritan? Fucking thousand bucks. One hundred dollars. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like, I was going light with a thousand. Like she just turned in $300,000 to you and you give her $100 back? You're a piece of shit. Yeah, no, we're fighting. Yeah. On site. Yeah, a hundred a hundred fucking thousand percent. If I turn in some money to you, like I would think give her some merch. Right? <laughs> get right, you you're losing very little dollar value on your merch. Give her some tickets to a show. Get give her something that other than a hundred fucking dollars. Yeah, like, that's pretty bad. Yeah. If you lose your wallet, you give that person who found your wallet all the cash in there. I mean, obviously, unless it's real money. They probably have already taken it. Yeah. So, but the fact that they turned your wallet back, now you don't need to buy a new wallet. That's fine. You don't need to cancel them, get all new cards. You don't need to go down to the DMV, get a new driver's license. Trust me. If there's anyone that understands that, it's fucking this guy right here. Yeah. Like, every single time I think I've lost my wallet, because I think I lose my wallet, like, at least once a month. Every time I think I've lost my wallet, I have, first it starts off with a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Then anger mm. and then frustration because I know I'm going to have to go on the fucking internet and do all this whole card swap change out for the next hour and then paying like 200 bucks for it. And now I'm like, oh shit, where am I going to put all my new cards when they come in? Got to go to a new wallet now. Speaking of something similar, I mean, that's happened to me a shit ton. So I trust me, I get it. And it is a fucking, it's the worst feeling in the world. Um, I got my, well, my debit card was compromised, essentially. Basically, a charge hit my account from fucking Arkansas. And I was like, definitely wasn't there. So, um, I disputed it. And they were like, are you sure you weren't in Arkansas? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty fucking sure. And they're like, okay, cool. Um, We'll refund you the money, but we're going to investigate. And if we find out you're lying, we're going to take our money back. And I was like, okay. So and then they were like, all right, and so we have now turned off your debit card and we'll send you a new one. It should be there within the next three to five business days. It's been two weeks. Yeah. 
like this whole business days situation, I'm gonna need y'all to figure it the fuck out. Because I don't have three to five business days to go without my money. I ain't got it. Okay, I do. Because I got multiple multiple cards. But the point is, what the fuck? This, this ain't on me. My card account and information and all that shit getting leaked. That shit ain't on me. So, why do I got to be the one to fucking wait three to five business days actually end up being 21 actual days in order to receive my shit back? You know what I mean? That's fucked up. Yeah, I fucking... So now, it's really hard for me to function, like, day to day because I'm out so much. I do a lot of things out and not having a debit card is really putting a damper on that. So, I I just... I don't know how they expect you to function without, like, expediting a fucking new debit card or giving you, like, how they used to do it when they used to give you the temp cards... Yeah, but the temp cards, that's only when you sign up for a bank account. Like you don't you if you go down to the to the branch, you can get a temp card. I tried that. Oh, and they said no? Yeah, they said no. Oh, what bitch is there? Oh no, sorry, you already got one in route, so we can't do that. Right. Oh wow, what hoes. That's what I'm saying. It's like I just don't I don't I don't know what the fuck what do they what do they expect me to do? It's really fucking frustrating. Yeah, so what you have to do, go down to the bank, pull out a bunch of a bunch of cash, or you just use, like, another card? A little bit of both. I'm just kind of, I'm just using the credit card little by little, and then uh, I'm using the cash to to fund the credit usage, so it's just a pain in the ass, but it is what it is. Yeah, well, I mean, luckily you're a responsible adult, and you only have one card, you know, as... As an adult, I feel like you should have at least three to four active cards that you can go back and forth with. What do you mean? Debit or credit? In general, you should have three to four cards. I have. So if one gets canceled for whatever reason, you have other sources. So I do, but I don't like to do this. I do have another debit card account. Okay. Through a credit union. Okay. Because that's through my where my car or my car's loan is through is through this credit union. So yep. I keep that account open. So that's why I have this debit account. But there's no money in it. I just every once in a while I'll throw some money in there or the extra money from paying my card. Yeah, no, for sure. So I have I think five credit cards and then of course my debit card. So I I carry multiple sources of of cards with me. Anytime, in case they don't accept a certain kind of card, you know what I mean? Like certain places don't accept um, MasterCard or shit like that, you know? I, I carry multiple multiple types, just in case. I never carry cash, though. You would never see me carrying cash. I never carry cash either. And Only- it's funny because the industry that we both worked in at a younger age, you would think that we would, because that's how we lived, was through cash. But yeah. now, never. The reason why I don't carry cash is because of this whole Nelly situation. Oh, my God. If I lose my wallet, I can guarantee you no one's going to turn back my wallet in. Try that that again. If I lose my wallet, Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you that nobody is going to turn my wallet in. No one's going to give it back to me. Mm -hmm. So I know for sure now that I'm going to have to buy another wallet. So I'm already down money. Replace cards, down money again. And then I'm down actual money 
that's non-refundable in case someone actually does use my card at a drive-thru or something like that. I can dispute that. Nope, lost my wallet. That charge was not me, whatever. And then that, that likely those funds will be credited back to my account. Obviously, I'm going to have to wait for some time, but that that's at least insured through through my bank. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, they're like, well, we're going to investigate on this further. I'm like, go for it. Like, I don't fucking care. And they're like, well, if we find out that you were lying, then we're going to charge back that amount. And I'm like, okay. Like, they're trying to make it seem like it's my fucking fault when clearly I'm not in Arkansas. I was never in Arkansas. I've never been in Arkansas in my life. I didn't, I didn't do that. And they're like, did you buy anything recently? I'm like, no. I don't buy shit online. Oh, ever. like an online purchase that they're based out of Arkansas like it could have right. been you? Right. Yeah. So we we recently went to California, right? We went to Disneyland. And we get we get to the hotel or whatever. And I hadn't used my credit card up until getting to Disneyland. Right? Go book the hotel room or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, your card's not going through. I said, what? Your card's not going through. Whatever. Here's a new card. I get an email that my card got locked for suspicion. So I had to do the whole, uh-huh. right. Unlock it or whatever. Um, but it was just frustrating. Cause like I knew I had, I had knew I had credit available. I wouldn't go on the strip without credit available. Right. And so I'm like, that's weird, but give another card. But in that situation, if I only have one card and if I only have one source of revenue um, available to me, then I'm not going to be able to say, all right, fuck it. Let me, just, let me get a different one. Right. And then figure everything else out later. And, it would have been really, really inconvenient. But for banks and shit like that, they're they're so technical. It's like the rest of the rest of my trip, I was using that same credit card right after they figured out no, that, like that was me, that was an accurate charge, and I was able to use that card for the remainder of the trip. But it's just so random that like there'll be times where they'll just randomly lock your card for a suspicion. Where it's like, yeah, I'm not always gonna stay in my same city. I get that I don't normally do this, but. It's just inconvenient. So usually I don't get locked out on a on a bordering state. Okay. But if I go a a good distance, at least two states over, then they'll they'll call me and be like, "We accepted this, but we want to make sure it's you." Yeah. On the first one, and then I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's me." Yeah, no, uh, my shit got declined. She was, uh, yeah, no, it's not going through. What? All right, like. It was annoying because it's like almost embarrassing. We're like your card's getting right. declined. I was just about to say, isn't that the worst fucking feeling? Doesn't it? It doesn't matter if even if you know you have money in your account, you hear that you're like, oh, "What did I do? What yeah. happened? Like what the fuck? Like what happened? Like it, it's embarrassing because yeah, I was with people, I was with my family, I was with a friend, yeah. right? And they're like, "Yeah, your card's getting declined." It's like I know I have money on that card. Right. Like no fucking way it's getting declined. So, like, yeah, it got embarrassing to that sense where it's like, okay, now it's looking as if I don't have enough money for this fucking trip that we just went on when I fucking do. And then now I got to use another card that I, whatever, it's not a big deal. But just to hear like, oh, yeah, your shit's not going through. Oh, okay. That's, that's weird. So it's embarrassing, both concerning. It was like, did somebody use my card? Like, was my shit tampered with? Was my shit stolen? Like, what happened? So my dumbass, I went... So this is after, obviously, my card is now useless. Yeah. But I still have it in my wallet, so I know to replace it. Um, And I was on the phone, and I was in the drive-thru, and they told me my total, and I just gave them the card. And she goes, she goes, um, it's being declined. 
and I I fucking hung up. I does I don't remember who I was talking to, but I hung up on them, and I was like, "Excuse me," and yeah. I was like, "What?" I, um, I'm sorry. That's 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 impossible. Yeah, I, when people do that shit, not at the a table, shot. That's impossible. Um, not a shot. And then I realized instantly, I was like, "Oh, I'm a fucking idiot." Yeah, that card is no longer valid, and I had to fucking use my other one. But it was funny because I totally didn't even think about it. I'm just so used to using my my chase card often enough. Yeah. That I just didn't think about it. Well, I mean, because like you're always in your fucking car. Yeah. So you're always out and about, and naturally that's just your normal go-to. So that makes sense. But for me to go on this trip, and I'm just fucking sitting in the hotel. Number one, I'm already tired. I'm annoyed. Right. We had a long fucking day. We left at eight o'clock, or I woke up at eight o'clock that day. We drive in, and we figured if we're gonna pay the extra night for the hotel room, because I don't like to. Wake up at four o'clock in the morning, go to Disneyland for fucking fifteen hours with zero quality of sleep. I'm paying that extra night. I'm paying the extra night, yeah. right? hundred percent. I'm paying the extra night to get a quality night's sleep before. I'm paying the extra night to get a quality night's sleep after to drive home on fresh eyes, right? There's nothing worse than going to an amusement park and you either drove there that day or you're leaving and going home after. Yeah, I've done that too many times in my life. I've done both, where yeah. we drove there, went to the amusement park, and then drove home. Yeah. That is by far the scariest moment of my life. Yeah, I've done that too many times, and to a point where it's like, I'm only going with one other person, right? So, like, this one other person could potentially nod off. Luckily, yeah, they didn't, yeah. right? Um, and shout out to them for not doing that, because I would have definitely fell asleep, too. But it's just, it's so dangerous, right? And you don't think of those things when you're a fucking young, dumbass kid. Now I'm a full-grown adult realizing that, yeah, that's fucking dangerous. I'm not doing that. Also, I'm not going to go out here and spend uh, six, seven hundred bucks on this trip to go to this park to be tired the entire time and be grouchy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I want to have fun. I want to have a good time. So whatever. We, we get in. We go to San Pedro. We go whale watching, which was dope as fuck because the last time we went whale watching, I saw the back end of a splash of a whale, not even an actual tail fin. This time, I saw some real fucking whales. It was a good time. We we caught like a pack of whales. Then dolphins came out. The dolphins were playing with the whales. It was a good fucking time. My daughter had a blast. The only downside to that is I ate, I smashed a burger. Like literally getting from my car, walking to the whale walking, watching entrance. Because we stopped by Chick-fil-A on the way there to get some lunch beforehand. Because we knew that it was going to be a two-hour show or whatever. Okay. And everybody else got to eat except for me. Obviously, I'm driving. I'm not going to be smashing down this burger while I'm driving. Mm-hmm. So everybody else got to eat. I get there and I change. I hurry up. I try to eat. And I did not need to smash this burger down the way that I did. And as soon as we got on this fucking boat, I felt so seasick. I was like, oh, no, this is going to be a bad time for me. And there was obviously a bunch of waves, right? And I'm just every single time a big wave hit, I'm just like, I'm waiting for the throw up to come out. We get on the boat, whatever, we're we're wishing and washing, and then it's cold as fuck. Like, it was probably about a good, like, 35, 40 degrees, but being in the ocean on top of that, going, like, fucking 30 miles an hour on this boat. It's freezing. It is freezing. So, we went inside, and then every time we, we had to go outside to actually see the whales and shit, it was fucking ice cold, and then... um. I felt like a fucking newborn deer trying to walk on new legs, trying to fucking walk while I was driving, riding this boat. It was, it was a bad time, but the experience was a good time, right? So this is day one driving in there. And so I'm getting back to the hotel room immediately after this. 
Um, your card's getting declined. Bitch, what? No way. And then whatever, we figured it all out. And we booked the hotel rooms the same day so that we'd have either conjoined rooms or at least next two rooms, right? Nope, not a fucking shot. Third floor, fifth floor. So that was obviously fucking annoying. Yeah. Yep, so me and my wife are staying on different floors uh, because we went with her little cousin, so figured they'd get the... The girls, girls in one room, girls boys in yeah. yeah, boys in one room. But overall, dope fucking trip. It was a good time. There's a couple of things though that caught my eye just traveling and being out because I don't like going out a whole bunch. I'm I'm more of a homebody, right? As soon as I get off of work, I'm not trying to go back out. But I've noticed more and more being in California and actually going to places and um, everyone now is asking for a fucking tip. I've I'm I'm so dumbfounded. At the amount of food places and shit like that that are now asking for a tip. It's like fast food and shit like that. Everyone's asking for a tip. What do you mean by that? When you go to cash out, everyone is asking what percentage of tip you want to leave. So, for example, we went to a pretzel place, right? They asked for a tip. We went to a coffee place, asked for a tip. We went to Subway, asked for a tip. I was like, what? Like, I've never, maybe I'm just late to the party on this and I haven't been around a whole lot. But me being in the industry, I'm fully aware of fast or dine-in food, right? You got to leave a tip for the staff and all that shit because they're like they're they're giving you service, right? But right, I've never tipped at a McDonald's. I've never yeah, tipped at a Jack in the Box the Subway. New, it's just something that I've never been accustomed to. It's because it's an indirect way of asking now. Because it's usually with fucking just throw that, just throw it. Doesn't matter. Uh, it's with um. It's with the new automated systems. Like when you when they tell you like, all right, now it's you, and they give you your own fucking computer to like swipe your card and then sign or put in your pin or whatever. Then they can now they now have the balls to be like fifteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty five percent, because they're not directly asking you anymore. They're not taking your card from you, swiping it, and saying, "Would you like to leave fifteen, twenty percent?" It's it's in front of you, and then when you see it, you're like, "Fuck." Where's yeah, and so again, I'm in the industry, so I get it. Right, I get it. This is how you live your your livelihood, but these are not tip based employees. You know what I mean? They're just asking for a little bit on top. Which I mean, I don't tip when I go to fucking Walgreens or Target, so I don't know. It's just a little different for me, and maybe because I've never worked, I have worked fast food drive through, but not in a very long time. However, I've never expected a tip or never expected to be asked for a tip i don't know it's just different for me you know i worked at a grocery store at a very young age i was like 15 and a lady asked me to help her take her groceries to her car obviously that's no big deal so i said no i'm just kidding yeah (laughs) so no bitch so i fucking i helped her to her, her car and then we were told in training never to accept tips and i was like what why would i for what and I never put it together until I put the groceries in her car and then she tried to give me a 20. And I was like, thank you, but I can't. We're not allowed to accept tips. She goes, who's out here? And I go, I'm sorry? She goes, who sees you accepting this? And I go, well, there's cameras around the premises. She goes, give me a hug. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and she... <laughs> Wait, was that your tip? Or is that her just sliding it into your pocket? She slid it into my pocket. Did she slide for something else? Yeah, she grabbed it. But Absolutely. It was, I mean, you know, um, 
She was about 97, so. Oh, you should have tore them hips up. Bro, my mom listens to this shit. Come on. Well, I'm talking about on the hug. Stop it. Um, so that was the only tip I ever got. But then I thought about it and I was like, wait, why, we, why can't we take tips? Like if we're doing a, a gesture to help them, we should be allowed to if they offer. Don't ask, but if they offer. Yeah, I mean, it, it, number one, it's fucking ballsy to ask. Like, would you like to leave a tip? Yeah, I would never ask that. Even yeah. in the, even in the service industry, I would never fucking do that. Yeah, I mean, just I being in the service industry, we've seen it all. So it's. I, but you you know that servers will fucking circle like where the twenty percent is, where the fifteen percent. You know where they circle the area of where you where you want them to look. Yeah, and then they'll write I thank you next to it. I hate that shit. Yeah, I hate that shit so much. Like, you're just, like, basically saying, like, cool, I did this for you. Now, what are you going to do for me? Right. Like, they know. They fucking know. Just let them handle it the way they want to handle it. If they want to leave you a fucking five, they're going to leave you a goddamn five. Right. You let them deal with that. That's not your problem anymore. And and here's my thing. So, obviously. Wait. Or they'll be like, or they're so fucking rude to you the whole time. And then at the very end, they'll write the smiley face and say thank you. And expect it to be like, oh, well, we're all good then, right? No. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. So based on that, um, I went to Denny's not too long ago, right? Being from the industry, knowing that I know that this is how you make your money, this is how you make your livelihood, your check is just to take care of like small bills, your cell phone or whatever, right? Um, I never stiff anyone, ever, fuck, oh. l- ever would stiff anyone. If you come to my table and you give basic service, no no extra on top of it, you're getting a 20% from me. Yeah. You go above that, then you're getting better than that. Um, but stiffing someone was never an, an option for me until I went to this fucking Denny's. Let me tell you something. This dude approached my table. First of all, I watched him come in. He was irritated coming in. And I was like, damn, he's having a bad day. Literally, like, enough time for him to put his jacket up and he's greeting my table. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I get this awesome, awesome guy. <laughs> Um, but whatever, uh, he is the rudest fucking person. He's like, what do you want to drink? Um, we all give him our drink orders and I asked, do you guys have seasoned fries? Like, well, what do you want on them? Like, you don't have seasoned fries. Like you don't have like Cajun fries. I'm like, well, what do you want? What do you want us to season them with? Just give me regular fries, please. Um, and just a whole bunch of incidents like that. The entire time that we're there completely ignored our table until the food came out. And then until it was time to drop off the check. I was so fucking annoyed by this guy. My wife looks at me. She goes, you're going to stiff him, aren't you? And I was like, 100 fucking percent. Yeah. I like, I've never wanted somebody to know that I don't, I dislike you more than I wanted this guy to. So we tipped the busser. Like, I'm not leaving shit for you, but your busser. Yeah. The person who came by our table and asked if we wanted more shit and asked how we were doing. That person's going to get taken care of. Not you. I still leave him a five. Nope, can't do I it. Still, I still leave him a five. I can't. I just can't. I can't do it. I get what you're saying. The feeling, it doesn't matter how fucking shitty you are. It doesn't matter how, how bad of a day you're having. The fucking feeling of being stiffed will never leave my body. It will. I will never forget that moment. And it was like my fucking, like, it's happened obviously numerous times, but the first time you ever get stiffed is is the one that you'll keep forever. Yeah, for sure. And it it'll never you'll never understand that feeling again. So I will never ever be the first person to, to stiff that person ever. 
and obviously you don't know if you were you would have been or not but my point is is that i won't let even leave it up to chance i'm leaving you a five even if you were the worst person on the fucking planet i'm leaving you five i couldn't do it with this guy couldn't do it previously to that and and i'm saying five as like a general thing i don't know what i truly would have left but yeah no for this person i wanted him to know fix your fucking attitude you're coming to work in a service-based shit situation and here's what made it worse for me. I watched you walk in with an attitude. Like shit happens throughout your work day, fucks your whole mental up, right? And it makes you not want to be there anymore. However, the fact that I know that you just walked in, you, nothing at work could have happened to a point where, right, just fucked up your day, you know, coworkers being bitches or shit sits at work, shit's not going the way that it should. Um, you just came in with the mindset of today's going to suck. You should have called in. Here's 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 why. I've had days where I have probably have had a, a horrible situation. I know I've I've had days where the absolute worst situation possible has happened. I still have to go to work though because either it's a too late to call out or b there's no way they they won't like they'll just say no if I try to call out. Or um it's during work. And I can no longer leave. I just have to get my shit done and then go home. Now, obviously, I'm in a different situation. I'm not a server anymore, so it's not the same. But I'm sure I've had. He jumped. I'm sure we've. I've had as a server, really fucking bad days, and I've had to come to work, and I've had to put it away, and just just deal with my job, and 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 just forget about what's going on, right? But. Some people can't handle it. Some people can't do that. They can't turn it off. I'm not defending this guy. I'm just saying I know that going to work with a shitty fucking day sucks. Balls. It, it really does. Um, but fucking call out. Fix what you need to fix in your life. Call out. Or here's, have, here's my mindset. Have you ever been told no when you try to call out? Yeah. And it, I, I'm not asking to call out. I'm telling you I'm not coming in. Um, I was told no. And I went to work. I was fucking, but this this time I was very sick, very very sick. Yeah. So this is pre-COVID. Don't don't fucking trip. All right, relax. This was years ago. I was so sick. I, I had food poisoning, and I was fucking. I couldn't. I couldn't even fucking walk. And he was like, "Just do two stores. I'll do the rest of your stores for me, or for you." And I'm like, "Dude, I I can't walk." He's like, "Just take your time. Just do those two stores for me, please." And he hung up. And I was like, well, "Fuck." Yeah, uh, I'm not coming in. Yeah, this is I'm not when I answer the phone and I'm trying to call out. My words aren't, "Hey, do you think I can take the day off?" It's, "Hey, I'm sorry to tell you, but I'm I'm throwing up and I can't come to work today." Yeah, he knew I was throwing up. Well, that's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, that is an asshole because you are technically not supposed to be at work if you're throwing up. I know. Um, (laughs) I'll tell you off off air some shit that happened that day too. Yeah, but um. Yeah, it was that was a fucked up day, let me tell you. And it took me the entire day to do those two stores. Yeah, and food poisoning is the fucking worst. It we like we just had a conversation your, about it. Like, it destroys your body. It destroys everything. Like your entire next three days are going to be spent on the toilet or sleeping next to a toilet because you're scared that if you lay down, when you get back up, that that ab crunch on the way back up is, is sharp. And I have to grab cases of beer. 
and move them onto shelves and move them into back rooms and move them off pallets and shit. Yeah. Not a shot I was going into work. Like, you can't even sleep comfortably with food poisoning. You're up every two or three hours just to throw up the water you just drink to not die. And I was pretty new, so I, I didn't have any pull or leverage or anybody that had my back at that point. Like, I was still, like, fresh in the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... It was just your toes that were wet. Your feet didn't even touch the water yeah, yet. Yeah, and, and so I couldn't, like... I don't know. I couldn't stronghold the situation to the point where I was just like, bro, I'm not coming. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not coming. So I don't know. I was stuck. But now have I have me being in the position I'm in now and no, the knowledge that I have now. Fuck those stores. Yeah. Fuck those stores. Those bro. stores can wait one day. Yeah. I'm not going there today. Just not. And I wouldn't. He wouldn't have known different. I would have just said, cool, I'll do them and just went to sleep. But now it's obviously can't do that. Yeah. Can't do it. Um, yeah, if you are a manager of any sort and you ask your employees to come in while they're sick, knowing that they're sick, I hope you get whatever it is the fuck that they had and you die from it. Oh, shit. Yeah, you are an asshole. And you deserve to lick shit off of every toilet in the airport. Oh, my God. That's pretty harsh, bro. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. Everybody knows what it feels like to be sick. Everyone knows what it feels like to be in your fucking bed Hugging a pillow all damn day because you can't fucking breathe without your stomach hurting. Have you ever used a uh, uh, squatty potty? Um, I haven't. I definitely have angled my feet in certain situations if it got tough. You and saw, let me tell you. You saw one in that bathroom though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw one in that bathroom. But when I when I use that restroom, since I've seen it, we got to touch on your restroom here in a quick minute. Okay. When I've used your restroom, it was just a slider. You know what I mean? Like right. it wasn't. It wasn't a. There was no turbulence on on this flight, so yeah. I didn't have a good opportunity to see exactly how effective uh-huh. that squatty potty is. But um, I'm definitely excited to. In the event that it, I'm experiencing it, it it some will. turbulence, it will. It'll happen. Yeah, I've got one there. I've got one in my bathroom too. Yeah, I mean they're definitely necessary in certain certain times. Um, definitely thought about getting one for my. For my house. Um, but my wife said, absolutely not. We're going to have that shit in my bathroom. And I was like, you've never used one. So you don't know, understand how effective they are. So her her compromise to that was putting a little fucking step stool in the restroom. Which, I guess, cool. I'm not the one who uses it. It's the same purpose. It's my daughter's the one who ends up having to use it at the end of the day. Um, so her fucking problem, right? Um. It's not the same. That's all I'm going to say. It's not the same. Same concept, though. It is. Yeah. And I've used that method with just a step stool before. Until I got one, it is not the same. Yeah. So going back to your restroom, I've been here, what, six times now? Uh-huh. Seven times, somewhere around there? Sure. You've lived here for now a month? Okay. Yeah? Sure. When the fuck are you going to hang up those goddamn curtains that are next to that? Literally on the bathroom, on the shower ledge, on the bathtub ledge. It's not a curtain. That It's not a curtain? Mm-mm. What is it? It's the, the lining. Oh, so it works just like a curtain now? No. It's the liner. Yeah, when the fuck are you gonna hang that up? That looks like shit if you put that up before you put. You know what else looks like up. shit? What? 
That fucking bathtub. Okay, why the fuck you care so much about my bathtubs? Uh, you have the curtain liner up right there and ready to go. Do you hear what I just said? Yeah. That was the answer. Yeah, I don't like it. Not your house. This is also true. But when I seen it, I was like, I wonder how long it's going to take this motherfucker to actually put this thing up. It's just, I'm just waiting for her to get the curtain that she wants. That's all. Here's what you do. You put a couple of them in Amazon. Put it in the cart. Give her an ultimatum. If I don't have a shower curtain here in a week, this is going up. And I don't care what you say about it. And get something that's completely atrocious to her taste. I'm going to... I'm going to... Get an Avengers one. I'm going to help you out. And let you know that she's not going to get one on Amazon. What's wrong with Amazon? She's she likes to feel. She likes to she likes the thickness of like a good one. Oh shit! She, she's she's very particular about her shower curtains. Hence, the month without one. So, that's that's it. Yeah, I guess. And plus, if that's more of like a guest bathroom anyway, which is uh, I guess all the more reason to not be on the rush to have one up because I'm sure you guys got one up in your restroom. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it definitely makes a lot of sense. Anyway, um, can you sleep with the light on? Huh? Can you sleep with the light on? I have to. Are you a... Oh, so you can't. Not me. Oh. But I have to, so... Yeah, I'm a very big, like, background noise kind of person. If there's not something playing in the background, it's very difficult for me to fall asleep. It could be a show that I absolutely hate or love. doesn't matter. I have never seen before. If there's nothing playing, it's so difficult for me to fall asleep. Very often times, I will fall asleep watching YouTube on my phone. So my lawyer falls asleep watching the same lady every night. The cooking lady. Rachel Ray? No. God, no. She watches videos of her and falls asleep to her. Every fucking night I turn her phone off as she's watching a video. I I love absolute silence. The sound of silence is amazing to me. I can't I can't do silence. I can do I can do without the light. That's fine. Pitch black, absolute silence, oh heaven. I can't do it because then I feel like <laughs> I mean literally, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like I'm I'm never going to go to sleep. Like if I'm just laying there in pitch black dark silence nothing playing nothing going on it does take me a minute to turn my brain off because i'm for sure thinking about a lot of shit probably my best podcast ideas at that time yep and then you forget them when you wake up correct um because you never have shit when we're recording that's such fucking bullshit bro it's literally (laughs) the last two times i'm always the only one with fucking shit written down anyway um it usually takes me a few minutes to get my brain turned off but within 10 minutes isn't that crazy how I'm you have to pretend out. to be to sleep to fall asleep? Um, mine's more or less like calming my body down and like relaxing Unwinding. and feeling relaxed. And, yeah, and just and getting that like loose muscle. Yeah, so I've actually read that, and when so I say read, I mean I saw a video on TikTok. Right. Um, that it's unhealthy for you to watch or do anything within two hours of going to sleep. Like no TV, no phone, nothing. Within two hours of going to sleep. Because that, that feeling that you're talking about, that it takes you a while, 
that unwinding, that's what your body's supposed to be doing to naturally release uh, melatonin in your body for it to signal, go to sleep. Yeah. That's why they say don't eat after dark, don't do all this stuff because it's reprogramming your body to get used to a new habit of it's I'm eating. So that must mean I have hours ahead of me eating after dark. Yeah. It's dark here. Like fuck it's five 30 right now. Six o'clock. Well, you, you get my point. Not eating at 10 o'clock at night. No, two hours before bed is when, is when you shouldn't, there's no food after that. Right. No food, no water, nothing before going to bed Yeah, because it's telling your body that you need nutrients and you need fuel to continue about your day. And that blew my fucking mind and how true that is. But that's so off of what I do of my everyday life. That's the opposite of what it's I do. A, a complete opposite. Like I'm eating a bag of chips right before I go to bed. Like I don't. It's just a natural thing. And obviously, in my situation, I probably shouldn't do that ever again. <laughs> but it's it's something that naturally just happens for me. Um, but it's it's so fucking true, and it sounds like it would definitely work. Obviously, it's gonna take a couple of days to get the reprogramming. You know what I mean? This is twenty eight, twenty nine years now. Yeah. Of some solid just dedication to this nighttime life. I don't know if I'd be able to make the switch. You know why they tell you not to drink water though, right? Yeah, so you don't piss yourself. Right. So you know what I do right before bed every night? You drink water. I drink a shit ton of water. Yeah. It's a challenge. Because challenge accepted. Well, because there's another thing and there's another thing that I've I've had to have read it somewhere because it's not really like a video type of story. But you your body de- gets very dehydrated by the morning. Yeah, that's why you wake up. Right. And so I drink a lot of water to hydrate myself throughout the night. So when I wake up, I don't have that feeling. Yeah. I'm a mouth breather, so I still do sort of, but it's not that it's not the same. Um I also don't fucking pee in the middle of the night. I never have to. I've never, like I told, I've said this numerous times on this podcast. I have never had to wake up in the morning or in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. So I don't have to worry about that. So when I'm hydrating myself at the end of the night, I know that I'm good till the morning. That's crazy. And like the fact that you never even thought about like waking up and then having to use the restroom. Never once. That's crazy. Like I do it all the time. Uh, This morning I woke up and I was like, fuck, I got to piss. It was like 630. And I was like... Also, shitting right when you wake up, I've I've never understood that either. I do it every morning. I know you do. We talked about every that. fucking morning. We talked about it, but what I'm saying is, is that like, I've never even thought about that. It's not even just a thought process. Again, I'm eating a bag of chips right before I go to bed, right. so I got some shit worked up, literally. Yeah. Yeah. And if if I don't let it out, it's gonna just gonna give me a tummy ache. So I can't I can't risk a tummy ache while I'm at work. You feel me? So. I gotta get the, I gotta get shit going. One thing I have stopped doing though that caused a lot of the shits in the morning was coffee right when I wake up. I was a huge coffee person right when I woke up. Ah. And uh, a few months ago, yeah, a few months ago, I was like, you know what? I just woke up. Why do I already need coffee to energize myself to get through my day? Right. So I just stopped. But also, my cup of coffee was. 10 ounces of creamer and then two ounces of some coffee. Like it was not coffee. It was a sugar with a dash of coffee taste. So it was just all, all sorts of unhealthy and it just, it was unnecessary for the most part. So I was like, you know what? Let me just not even do this anymore because I'm, what I'm doing is I'm programming my body to think that I need energy right when I wake up. When I don't, I just slept for five, six hours. Why do I need all this energy right when I wake up? I just rested. If I need more energy, sleep longer. Right. And so I, I felt a whole lot better since I did that because 
all coffee drinkers know that there's a crash after coffee about five, six hours, right? So that requires yet another cup of coffee or some other form of an energy drink. So working in the industry that I work in, energy drinks are very, very often. So not only was I drinking a cup of coffee in the morning right when I wake up, an unhealthy amount of creamer, on top of that, I was also doing an energy drink right before I go to work. So it was just tons of caffeine, tons of sugar. It was just not a bad situation. So the only thing that I got working in the morning, now that I'm not doing the whole coffee in the morning, is that bag of chips before I went to bed. That that got fully digested now. Now I'm ready to go. Right. So not a coffee drinker. I don't know if we've said that on this podcast before, but. I don't think we have. I, I'm not a I'm not a coffee drinker. Do you drink like green tea or energy drinks or so so green tea in the morning? Yep. Mostly every morning. You drink with some honey? No. Just pure green tea. No. Uh I put peach in there. I usually make it an iced. Like a peach extract or no, like an a, actual peach. Uh like a like peach juice. So I make it like iced. I don't do it hot. Oh, okay. So um so yeah, I do my green tea in the morning, and then I I go and, and do my thing, and I'm up pretty early. You know, I work early in the mornings, so naturally, when you do a lot of like, when you're on your feet a lot and like moving around and doing shit and lifting shit and all that kind of stuff, that naturally wakes you up a little bit. Yeah. So by the time I've had my green tea and it's kicked in, I'm now moving shit around, doing stuff. So I'm usually really good to go by the time. By the time the mid-afternoon comes, and there's no crash. The crash is only if I haven't slept that much the night before. Like, for example, I'll give you last night. I went to bed at like 2, woke up at 6. So today when I got home, fucking crashed immediately. Went to sleep, woke up, had a nice couple-hour nap, and now I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, but you work in the morning. That's the problem. No, I know. I don't do that all the time, but sometimes I'll pick and choose the nights that I want to stay up longer and either get more shit done or be a piece of shit and and just play video games for the next seven hours right yeah that's gonna be me over the next several days because i close i get off of work at one o'clock in the morning what else do i have to do until my daughter wakes up right not a whole lot so i'm gonna be on that new call of duty and when i say new i mean like four four months out yeah. i just have lagged it on getting it because i didn't know if i was gonna continue playing it as tough as i was and when I mean as tough as I was, once every three months, the Xbox was on for about 20 minutes. Um, so it just didn't seem like a necessary investment. Uh, but when I got home, I was on vacation. So naturally, what do you do? You buy the fucking new Call of Duty. You're what? right? I fucking... tight. I couldn't function. I see that. Fuck. You almost fucking called the quits on live air. Oof. That would have been a great episode, though, right? It would have been. It would have been the last episode, though. R.I.P. Bob Saget. Oof. Yeah, that's true. We didn't talk about that. Oh, I, we, can't, we couldn't have. It happened between our last episodes of recording. Uh, America's dad. One of America's dads. He gone. He gone. He gone, gone. And uh, weirdly, no one knows how. <laughs> Yet. Well, I mean, I'm sure an autopsy is being done. And an investigation as well. Yeah, well, I mean, he just got done with the show the night before, so there there could have been some, some foul play, right, on a, in a beverage. Have you heard 
Lube hit the position he was in when he was when he when they found him? No, I have not. On his back, arms folded across each other. Who the fuck sleeps like that? And obviously you guys can't see me, but like my arms are literally crossed like an X over my chest. Like how they do in like in a tomb. Yeah, that's definitely different. Sounds like some foul play. But nonetheless, R.I.P. to Bob Saget. And of course, uh, T's and P's to the Saget family. It's a true tragedy. Um, it's fucked up when shit like this happens, man. But it's a part of life, you know? Hey, Betty White, bro. Yeah, Betty White. Another real one, bro. Did you? R.I.P. to Betty White. I forgot to take a picture of this, but there's a People magazine or some shit like that. I don't know. One of the magazines when you're checking out of a grocery store, you see. Yeah. That's saying. It literally says Betty White turns 100 is the cover. No. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, it released b- before she died. Damn, that's crazy. You got to show me that picture. Because she turns. I, t- I told you I didn't take one. Ah. I'm trying to find the magazine. Yeah, no, that's hella dirty, bro. Yeah, it was so. I literally saw it and I wanted to buy it because I was like, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. It's crazy to think that, like, there's a lot of celebrities right now that are kind of perishing right in front of us. Yeah, but I mean, as we get older, everyone else who we grew up watching is also getting older. Yeah, that's true. You know, I was just seeing this uh, TikTok recently that Triple H had was forced to stop wrestling because of his heart. I was like, I didn't even know that motherfucker was still wrestling. But that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, as we get older... Everyone around us is also getting older, and as we watch them as we were children, right, they continue to develop. Oh, man, that's fucked up. And it's still being released. Yeah, that's crazy. Buy it. I should. It's $20, though. I don't really care that much. Yeah, no, you don't. Just screenshot it. You don't have to steal it. Yeah. But anyway, um, everybody else around us is getting older, too, man. Health problems start happening. COVID starts fucking happening. Whole bunch of crazy shit in life, man. Hey, real quick. This huh? is just something that I wanted to talk about on this episode. And we're running out of time here. And I didn't know how to bring it up else. In other words. Wait. She would have turned 100 on the 17th of this month. Yeah, it was like three weeks before she passed, man. Fuck. That sucks. Uh, yeah. At least get to your birthday. Fuck. My biggest fear is dying after I get out of work. <laughs> Not before? Yeah, not before. I can't go to work on the day that I die. Can't do it. Hopefully I'm retired and I enjoy retirement for more than 15 years. Um, But if it's not before retirement, I at least got to be off that day. Do you want it to be crazy? No, I want it to be quick. I don't want to die in like some epic way. I want it to be quick. You want it to be boring? I want to yeah. die boring as fuck. I want to die in my sleep. Yeah, boring as fuck. Yeah, like, oh man, he he lived a great life. He went out peacefully in his sleep uh, because he was overweight and had multiple health complications. Or a shark rips off my head. Either way, that'd be fucking tight. No, because of the fear of in your body, I'm about to die because this shark is about to fuck me up and my whole entire family is about to watch me get ate. How crazy is that? Do you know how traumatized your family's going to be? No open casket, I'll tell you that. Yeah, oh no, I'm getting cremated for sure. <laughs> not a shot. I'm not going to make fucking people try to carry me. Oh no. 
We're not going to get into that. What were you going to say? Yeah, I mean. We'll talk about this next time because I got I got a lot to talk about. No, let's about. talk about that because I feel like that's a lot more interesting than what I'm about to say. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't want to be cremated. You don't want to be cremated. So no. you want your loved ones to sadly carry your bitch-ass body oh. from the viewing to the burial site all because you want to be extra and get a $10,000 casket, a $15,000 lamp plot to so people can just do nothing around your lifeless body but uh, cry? I don't want to have to be a burden of people when I when they move they have to move me with them and they have to put me I don't want to be placed in a fucking closet I don't want to be I want my spot I want people to come visit if they want to come visit I want to be in one location I don't want to be fucking moved around and this and that I could actually spill me you know I don't want that to happen either or purposely dump your body over something that you love I just don't want that either. Here's what I want. Okay. I want to be cremated. I think. Okay. Because I don't want... I don't want my relatives and family and all this stuff, loved ones, to may have to feel like they have to come see me. Also, I'm paying for my own casket and buying it and, and getting it how, like the one I want prior. Just ha- just letting you know. I'm weird like that. I want to get my whole shit ready to go. That is super fucking weird. Eh, well, That's what life insurance is for. But anyway. I know. But um, that I, I want to be the one to pick it out. And I want to pay for it. So that way they don't have to worry about it. Whoever. No, actually, you know what? That's a great thing to do for your family. Especially if you were to kick the bucket before um, your lawyer. Which I. Uh. It's gonna happen. That's a guarantee. Yeah, I don't, I don't see how how it doesn't happen that way. Um, but it's a great thing for you to do because me going through that personally with with a, with a family member of mine, it adds on extra stress of are we gonna bury? Or are we gonna cremate? Right? Does anyone know what their wishes were because they didn't have a will? Yeah. Um, okay, cool. We're gonna cremate. Now, now, how are we going to go about this process? Do we want to set this up with extra people? Because of COVID, there can be only be so many. Who's going to get to go? Who's going to get a part of the cremation? Like, it was just a big hassle. So, for you to do all this, like, I want this, this, and this, is a great thing for your family. I just want... I just want everything to be done. So, that way... Because when you're grieving, the whole fucking time, you don't want to be dealing with fucking arguing about who gets what or how they want to go or how they want the service done. I want all that shit taken care of before. So all you have to think about is, is the grieving. And I mean, if they grieve for me, I'm not saying that they will, but whoever does, if like the grieving process should be its own thing, you don't need any added pressure. You don't need any of this other bullshit. You want it all. Like I, w- I want it all. Set in stone, done, ready to go. Only thing you have to worry about is what the fuck you want to put in my tombstone. I don't give a fuck, but that's all you have to do. Yeah, I mean, that's a really cool thing for you to do. Um, more people should think like that. If I follow through with it, who knows? But, I, you know. Oh, you haven't set that up yet? No. Oh, you're, I mean, knowing what kind of fucking. I was uh, going to wait till at least 30. Know what kind of irresponsible person you are. You're going to kick the bucket before you even get that done. I was going to wait till at least 30. I can't trust you to get that done. By 30? Yeah. 
You don't think I'll make it to 30? I hope you make it to 60. Uh, okay. But knowing you, I don't know. I just don't think you're responsible enough to get that done. Okay. That's good to know. Like, you're going to get it done the day after you die. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You're going to die, and as your body and soul are separating, and you're going to heaven, you're like, fuck, I should have did that. Nah. That, that's 100% what you're going to get done. But anyway, we got four minutes left, so we got time. Um, do you think Do you think the housekeepers change the sheets in the hotel rooms? Um, yes. So, I also agree not with com- you. Not, not comforter, but sheets, yes. So, that that's exactly where I was going with that. Um, I know a housekeeper... Right, I'm not going to say which hotel room that she works at here in Vegas, um, the Aria, but she doesn't change sheets. Oh, doesn't change them. So I was telling a uh, a buddy of mine who went with us on the trip, Dominic, also a friend of the show, who's not going to listen to this podcast. You're a piece of shit. No, he won't. And I was telling him that he goes, "No fucking way, they don't change sheets." He goes, "I need new sheets in this room now." Right, and so it was a conversation that we were having shortly before bed, and when we woke up, we were going heading out to Disneyland. And we look on the carts that they got. They're pushing down, right? We see sheets, but no comforters. And I was like, oh, that's even more disgusting. Right? Because those comforters, that's the first thing that you sit on, put your luggage on, all that. That's the first thing I take off when I go into a hotel room. Yeah, it's going to be the first thing I take off from now on. That's the first thing I do when I walk into the hotel room. I throw it on the floor instantly. Yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing from now on because people fuck on that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, people put their luggage on that. I mean, people you, eat on that. You know, going into a hotel room, it's not clean. You know that. It should be clean. It's like going into a public bathroom. You know it's not clean, but you do it anyway. You bare button them toilets? Fuck no. I'm bare button every single one of them. That's what I'm saying, and that's why you're one of those nasty motherfuckers. Why I don't bare bare butt one of those things. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. Uh. That that parchment paper is getting stuck to my leg every time. Of course. So here I am. It's a good feeling. Right? Standing, leaning forward. Already feeling very sus. All right. All right? I'm trying to tear this paper off my butt. And it ain't tearing off right. Then I get my get the dingleberries. Huh? Right? It just gets it gets to no. a very weird place. Well, I don't... It's, I think you're making it more complicated than it is. Because it definitely just peels right off. No problem. Yeah, maybe you with no cheek having ass. Okay, first of all, I'm caked up. No, I'm so double let, caked up. So let's not let's not start with that. Yeah. Um. Second, there's a lot of meat on these cheeks. Okay. Anyway, um. If I, I were a chicken I use, wing, you wouldn't be disappointed. You're gonna be pissed off. I use two. I don't even use one. I use ah, two. Ah, you dirty you motherfucker. Bro, that shit. I don't fuck around. I don't want my cheeks where some nasty cheeks have been. That's all I'm saying. All right, well, I guess I got nasty cheeks then. Well, I've watched Ridiculousness enough to know that there's some nasty motherfuckers on these toilets. All right, well, that's where we end it. That's where we wrap this bitch up. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening to tonight's episode. Make sure to give us a follow on our Instagram and Twitter at Longest Hour. Give me a follow on my personal page at Nick Vasta. Mm, you want to plug your tick? Nah. Nah. Y'all have a great fucking night. And Mia, you wanna get any, you got anything to say, Mia? Peace. Bye.
You really don't be bare button in toilets? Fuck no. 